Welcome to Dream Auguries. Tonight, we're going to look at recent research into how the global COVID-19 pandemic is affecting our dreams. On November 7th, 2021, the Sunday New York Times Magazine featured a cover story by Brooke Jarvis that surveyed dream research from around the world. One common finding was that more people are remembering dreams. For example, a study at the Lyon Neuroscience Research Center in France found that dream recall jumped 35% in the month after lockdown began. Another study of 3,000 Americans found almost the same number, one-third, reported remembering more dreams. Reviews of social media found more people are writing about more active, vivid dream experiences. Prior research has shown that emotion in waking life is reflected in dreams more often than actual events are. So Jarvis suggests that our higher anxiety is leading to emotional dreams we are more likely to remember. But as we heard in our third episode, the World Health Organization has declared a global epidemic of sleep loss. Even before the pandemic began, people globally were reporting to be sleeping less than the recommended eight hours a night. So paradoxically, while the pandemic has found us sleeping less, we're remembering our dreams more. After 9-11, Dr. Deirdre Barrett of the psychiatry department of Harvard Medical School examined the dreams of first responders who, perhaps unsurprisingly, were reporting exceptionally high levels of nightmares. Her research also showed an increase in nightmares among the general public, but not directly related to the events of the day. As Jarvis reports, after 9-11, Baird believed that she'd never encounter another event that would have such a profound and widespread influence on dreams. Now, as the new virus spread and the world began to shut down, she realized she had been wrong. Dr. Barrett called the pandemic, quote, the biggest crisis to be reflected in dreams in my lifetime, end quote. The paradox of less sleep and more vivid dreams was and is an important one for researchers because a shortened night of sleep can be very problematic for our dream life. As Dr. Barrett puts it, quote, when you sleep six instead of eight hours, you don't lose one fourth of your dream life. You lose almost half. And exactly the dreams that will be the most vivid, bizarre, and memorable. End quote. Or, as psychologist Ruben Nyman put it, we are at least as dream deprived as we are sleep deprived. But so what? They're dreams. What do dreams really do anyway? How valuable are dreams to our waking life? Jarvis's article presents a number of theories about what function dreams play in our lives. The psychiatrist Ernest Hartman, for example, has proposed that dreams are a kind of internal therapist helping us process memories, especially traumatic ones. He writes that dreams allow us to process memories without being overwhelmed by the emotions. To test that theory, the psychologist Rosalind Cartwright conducted studies with depressed patients going through divorce. What she found was that patients who dreamed about their failed relationships later recovered more from their depression. She calls dreams, quote, a natural healer, they work, she says, during sleep in the same way a good psychotherapist does, by relating the new 
to older patterns of problem solving that have gotten us through some bad spots in the past. Research done almost 20 years ago at Harvard and the Massachusetts Health Center examined how dreams help us with problem solving in general. In the study, people were given the chance to play Tetris. One group was given the chance to then sleep and dream. They often reported images of Tetris in their dreams. The group that dreamed noticeably improved their scores. In the two decades since that research, Jarvis tells us, we know that people often dream about the new things that they are learning, and that those who do can often perform a task better after it appears in their dreams. The article covers much more about dreams, and specifically dreams during a global pandemic. Dr. Barrett has collected reports of more than 15,000 dreams. We've got a link to the full article in the notes for this episode. But one detail from the article has been haunting me about dreams in general and their evolutionary purpose in particular. As Jarvis reports, science has yet to discover an animal that doesn't sleep at all. Even jellyfish, despite not even having brains. Now, don't ask me how scientists have measured this, but the author does mention one ominous sounding device called an insominator. What evolutionary value might dreams be? If dreaming is a way for living creatures to lessen anxiety and help us problem solve, perhaps the prescription for our current state of anxiety and high levels of stress is to sleep more in order to dream more. As Dr. Barrett puts it, quote, dreaming is above all a time when the unheard parts of our own selves are allowed to speak. We would do well to listen, end quote. Dream Auguries is a weekly reflection series for insomniacs, lucid dreamers, oracles, and soothsayers, magicians and conjurers of all kinds. It's bonus content for the film Dreaming Grand Avenue, now streaming on cable, written and directed by Hugh Schultz. Our theme music was composed and performed by Tony Scott Green with sound design by Kevin O'Rourke. Good night.